Welcome to Paulding County Business Weekly, a look at businesses, products, and services in Paulding County and how they interact with national and global markets, sponsored by Ohio Means Jobs of Defiance in Paulding Counties. With today's special guest, here's Economic Development Director Tim Copsey. Here we are with Paulding County Business Weekly again, and today we're excited to have with us the owners of Auglaise Canoe and Kayak, Liz and Troy Weller. Welcome. Thank you. We are ecstatic about the opportunity to talk about this little hidden gem down in the southeast corner of our county that uh, is a year-round draw, what we call those importers. You know, you're bringing people from places all outside of Paulding County as long and along with those in Paulding County. But it, it's a draw to come here for something unique, different, and gives people a chance to do something that you just can't do every day in all 11 villages in our county. So thank you for that to begin with. But before we go into the business, talk about it a little bit. Liz, tell us a little bit about your background. So I have been in Paulding County my whole life, um, graduated from Antwerp High School, 30-year class reunion coming up. Uh-oh, here we go. Yep. Married Troy three years ago and moved to this side of the county. Awesome. Troy, how about you? Also born and raised pretty much all my life in Paulding County as well. Uh, graduated from Paulding, then went on to extend my education, got a bachelor's and associate's degree. Again, still residing in Paulding County, work in the local area. Then uh, in 2013, we kind of went down another path as well. And I think it's important that uh, both of you uh, had some parents that were in the education background. They gave back to the community, and now here we are, uh, another generation around, and, and you guys are giving back to the county. How exciting. Troy, tell us a little bit about the business side. Well, back in 2013, my mom actually came up with this idea where she wanted to kind of give back to the community after they retired from their uh, normal jobs. Um, and they wanted to use local, what we had right in front of us, our family farm, um, and kind of draw in their grandchildren to kind of teach them core values um, within the county, teach them how to deal with people, how to deal with money, how to interact with all kinds of people and different, you know, generational gaps. Mom come up with the idea, let's start a canoe kayak delivery. You know, we're sitting right on the family, sits right on the river, or the farm does. It's a beautiful location, sitting to your sure point, is. In the southeast corner of the, the, the county. So she kind of got me and Dad's buy-in. We both thought she was kind of crazy coming up with <laughs> the idea. But, you know, we now looking back almost 10 years later, we're thinking, oh, my gosh, she had a wonderful idea. And, you know, we kind of doubted her at first, but we give her back the credit she deserves. It was a wonderful idea. And every year we've grown in different ways. And, and at that point, it was just the canoe and kayak side of the business. So you, they, people would come there, and at the time, were they bringing just their own equipment, or did you already start with that at the beginning? So right out of the gate, we actually had bought some equipment, okay. a trailer, small scale. You know, we didn't know where it was going to go. So, you know, we started out like 10 or 12 canoes, kayaks, one trailer. I think that first year, we might have had 200 customers come in. We just thought we were overwhelmed, you know, with those 200 people. We didn't know how we were going to get her done. And lo and behold, now we're almost 10 years later and we see six, 7,000 people Is that a year. incredible? Just the canoe kayak side. Yeah. So then from that piece, uh, obviously you added to just a little bit here and there. And then all of a sudden, what happened? So I have always loved fall. It's always been my favorite time of year. Always loved taking the kids to the corn mazes and pumpkin patches. And um, I threw out the idea to Troy, what if we do a corn maze and a pumpkin patch? And 
two years later, after talking about it, we were like, let's do it. There's nothing like this in the area. Right. Why should we go somewhere else? We could have something like this right here. So last year was our first year. The weather was not our friend last year. It, we were closed. It was playing against you there for a while. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we still did well. This year we're doing very well. And we're all, I think, doing a better piece of getting your information out. You guys have obviously picked up better on social media, and you're doing more things there. And then with all of our uh, not-for-profit groups, we're all sharing each other's information over and over. But I, I think the word is out that it's a pretty cool place to go and, and do something different. Uh, to the point of, I even saw that recently we had a group of seniors go there from the country in. How exciting is that? And I'll bet they were over the top. They were so happy just to be out and be in the wagon, and yeah, it was a great day. Um, we have seniors, we have preschoolers, we have sports teams, just every group you can think of come out, and we love it. I bet you do, and we're excited to have it. So then, uh, as you go in there today, you, you've got some places that you can take photographs and, and do a, a setting there. You've got the pumpkin patch. Do they pick their own or do they uh, just pick one up and, and do things there? How does that work? Whatever they want to do. Um, we find that the majority of families want to go out together and pick pumpkins, but you just want to go grab some. We've got some picked too. Painting as well? If you schedule a field trip okay. and you want to come out, we can certainly do that. All right. Yep, yeah. we offer carving kits too as well in the office. I mean, it, it's all you know what you want to do. I mean, we have the wagons out there. You can go grab it and cruise through the pumpkin patch. You can mix and match. You can take the wagon rides. You can do the barrel trains, whatever, you know, whatever your heart desires at that point. So awesome. So awesome. Back to a little bit, talk about a little bit on the summer side with the canoe and kayak. I think I've read before that you have different distances that you can go. So you could be a beginner and go a short distance, or you could be an extreme novelist and, and go quite a ways. How does that work, Troy? So we, we kind of curtail that to whatever our customer is, and, and we can try to feel them out to try to ensure that their trip they do is an enjoyable one. You know, if the water is a little higher, we want to make sure they're safe at all times. Um, if the water's low, we want to encourage them to do a trip that it's going to be a good experience. We want them to come back. So we always share what we know, and we try to guide them down the best path that's out there. So we have a seven-mile is one of our more prevalent trips that people enjoy. Um, it takes that two and a half, three hours, but it's kind of weather-driven, too, as well as the time of year. So when the water levels get low, we have to kind of steer a different direction to, again, there, give that good opportunity and a good experience to the people. So we might switch it up a little. Awesome. What, what kind of hours are you working? So from the canoe kayak side through the summer, we run Monday through Friday, or Monday through Sunday, actually, um, 9 to 5 every day, except for Sunday, it's 1230 to 5. Um, everything's okay. by appointment only. Yep. Kind of COVID drove us to that point. Sure. Which we and it probably helped. It actually is a wonderful thing for us. It allows us to support our customers in the best possible way. We know who's coming, when they're coming, what trip they want. So we know how to staff properly to give them that wonderful experience. So Very good. It helps us. And then now on the fall side, uh, certain hours? So we're open weekends, um, 9 to 5 on Saturday and 1230 to 5 on Sunday. We schedule big groups through the week. So if you're like a school or like the country in that came the other day, just call and schedule and we can make it happen. That is excellent. And so then after the end of the season, you'll shut it down. 
nothing goes on during the winter months. You guys get to catch up and catch your breath a minute, and then uh, you'll be looking forward to spring. Absolutely. We'll be starting to prep, actually, for the next year. Usually, we'll start our corn maze design around Christmas time to come up with a concept, the idea, and kind of talk amongst ourselves and some of our customers, actually, too, to get ideas and feedback. I mean, their feedback from our customers is everything. We take that to heart and actually want to learn from them. We know, hey, what do you guys want to see next year? So that feedback from our customers is so big for us to try to make it as enjoyable as possible. We're already planning for next year. Sure you are. And and I think it's kind of neat that you, you probably hear from some people that have been to other mazes and other places near or far, and you get to hear the good and bad about their experiences, and you guys are able to adjust and grow and, and make that a better place for you then down the road. So on the corn maze side, that's all walking? It's all walking. It's interactive. Okay. So we actually have checkpoints throughout the maze. Um, you can use your phone and capture a QR code, and it'll show you where you're at in the maze, which is pretty cool. It helps people to maneuver through it pretty quickly. Um, and there's also a game for kids to play as they go through. But yeah, it, it is all walking. There are emergency exits. <laughs> <laughs> and people use them. And that's something, again, there, getting feedback from our customers is another way we kind of went down that. Our first year, which last year was a really wet year, Yeah, a lot of the experience was once they got out in the maze, it was muddy, and they didn't like it. So, again, their customer feedback kind of drove us to do some more experiment and then talking with other maze operations, and we actually planted rye in the walkways this year. So as the corn grew and the rye grew, it created a mat. So oh, when you yeah. walk through, even when it's a little damp out, you're not carrying mud. Very it, it good. It gives you a matted walkway, which in their feedback's everything. We learn as we go forward. That is great. And it's good that you take into consideration that feedback because it makes it just a better product overall. So as, as you're there at the facility and you're doing all these neat things, what uh, amenities do you offer here at the facility? Well, so we have the interactive corn maze. We have a wagon ride that takes you down by the river, around the farm, and we have some fun things for you to look at while you're on that ride. Um, We have a barrel train for about 10 years and under. We also have a cider press. So, Oh, yes. So we press cider as often as we can get apples, usually once a week. Um, Then we demo on the weekends. We got an old 1874 cider press double bucketer that oh, we'll nice. go actually and demo it and squeeze and people and grab samples and then we try to keep enough on hand that we can sell through the week. Then we also, as long as the weather's permitting, we also still have the canoe kayak going on all the way up through again weather permitting through the right. End of as October. long as people are willing to go out there, you're willing to provide the service. Absolutely, a great big fire ring down along the river if you want to have a picnic or bring a group out and. Spend the day, you're more than welcome. We got picnic tables, we got the fire ring, we got large yard games, Connect Four, Giant Jenga, um, Cornhole, you name it. We, we try to accommodate the people to be able to spend the day out there and just enjoy. Enjoy the outdoors and uh, breathe in Paulding County air. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we are so thankful for the support that we have gotten. And I just would encourage anybody who thinks that they want to start a business here. You're going to have a lot of support. People are so willing to support you here. Oh, absolutely. Even our local businesses, large and small, definitely come out and support us, and we appreciate that. That's good. That uh, plays right into the economic development role. Here we are. It's exciting. Good. 
Well, we thank you for taking the time out of your schedules to come and join us today. We appreciate, as always, Ohio Means Jobs, Tiffany Goings, make sure that we're able to fund this program and get your exciting business information out over the airwaves. We appreciate Joe Barker, station manager here at My 102.7 for uh facilitating a spot for us and we do appreciate engineer terry carwile for cleaning everything up for us and making us sound like we know what we're doing and then uh but most of all thank you guys for your investment back into paulding county and doing things that help keep us paulding county strong Thank you for joining us for Paulding County Business Weekly. Be sure to join Economic Development Director Tim Copsey each week at this time right here on My 102.7 FM. And if you miss an episode or want to hear this one again, just go to the My 102.7 website and click on the PCBW logo. 